Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, a podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I drive a Taiwanese American Southern Californian body. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, bro, I'm, my brain's a little spinning still. So it's uh, morning on the Saturday, it's uh, February, no, it's not February, it's January 30th. <laughs> <laughs> What's up everybody, my name's Parth, I drive a 2016 BMW M3, and I live in Northern California, and it's early, it's not that early, but it's like morning, it's coffee time, everybody. You know, recording this the show and having a job at the same time has led to, I feel like, a little bit of a poor quality episode in terms of editing, sorry guys. You know, when I try to edit this show, I, at some parts I close my eyes to see like, will they understand this if if they're just listening to it and not watching the video part, and I close my eyes it's after work, and I fall asleep while I... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you guys need to listen more and tell your friends so Jeff doesn't have to work, and then he can keep editing the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because last week, I did, I think, completely leave out part of Andrew's dialogue or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I fixed it. So if you listen to it now, it's gone. But sorry about that. Anyway. Anyway. Time- to start the show. I had a question, okay, today when I was uh going down the street driving home from work, I saw a uh Toyota FJ Cruiser. And in case you guys didn't know, that car is pretty much shooting up in value. It's pretty sick. Yeah, because you know, back then no one really understood it. Basically, a lot of people called it Toyota's Hummer. It came in bright colors. It was a very unique uh, off-road vehicle. By the looks of it, it's probably a really good off-road vehicle, uh, just based on all the dimensions and stuff. It had three windshield wipers, which was the reason why I liked it as a kid. <laughs> and uh, they just didn't sell that many of them. And they, you know, stopped selling them. And now people want them again because, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of people are getting into this whole like off-road type car scene. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah. A lot more people are buying Forerunners, uh, Raptors, and, and FJ Cruisers. And, you know, you've seen the lifted ones that, like, they've got, like, the roof racks. They look super cool. I want one. But it's funny because back then, that wasn't the case, right? Yeah. Like, the Hummer tanked because at some point, yeah. it became like, <laughs> oh, this needs too much gas, it's too big, and size comparison. Those H2s and H3s, are not actually that big anymore. Yeah. And people still buy, right now, Land Rover Defenders, the new ones, that do like 17 miles to the gallon. That's that's true, because like, for example, the other day, yesterday, I was driving back, a guy passed me in one of the brand new like Lincoln Navigators, Yeah, and I looked at it, and I'm like... <laughs> That's a small bus, right? <laughs> and now, like, you, you look at it and you see people also with, like, Cadillac XLTs and Yukon XLs, right? Yeah. And I'm like, these are big 
fucking cars. Like they're big. They're big. Yeah. Look sick, but they're like big. And I'm like, you're right. Like, you mentioned that it's like people gave the Hummer shit for like being too big, too gas guzzling. And I'm like, no, oh, bro, these things are probably bigger. <laughs> like, no, these, for real, these are dude. like a lot longer, a lot bigger. So it got me thinking, okay? It got me thinking about the question of like what car companies that were doing pretty bad back then and who might have actually died back then would be doing well right now. Mm. I'll give you one that survived, okay? Back then, I don't think Jeep was doing all too well. They were probably selling quite a few Wranglers, at least, yeah. but like the Patriot, the Compass, and whatnot, not a lot of people were buying those. Yeah. But now, a lot of people are buying Grand Cherokees, Cherokees, but- <laughs> Renegades, because SUVs uh, I- are the big thing right now. And I think it has to do with gas prices. Because at That's that time, true. that was like, what, 2008, 2009 with the economic recession, war in Iraq, that stuff, right? Yeah. Oil prices and gas prices were crazy. Like, we saw, like, at some point, $6, right? At some point? Uh, for, like, uh, premium? Close, closer to 5 I don't know if it ever got to 6 Okay, maybe barrier prices. You never know. Yeah, yeah, um, there you go. So, everybody was like, yo, dude, gas is hella expensive. And that's when, I think, in general, all big SUV manufacturers and stuff were struggling who who are those people? Mostly American manufacturers. But now look at it. Now I I personally see, and I don't know if that's because, and it's not okay. I was gonna say I I see more American cars on the road, especially big American cars, because maybe I I am also starting to like them a little bit more. But mm. you are just seeing more of them. Like yeah, I, I will see a few like big ass Cadillacs, big ass you know GMCs, a Ford Raptor. Every single time you go out to drive now, right? Yeah. And I think that's because it has to do with now gas is relatively cheaper than that time. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like people are buying bigger cars in general. Yeah. I see like Toyota Sequoias, Cadillac Escalades, yeah. freaking Lexus LX massive. So I, I think they, they're doing better. Also technology, because these same cars like a fat ass Yukon XL. Whether yeah. it's V8 or whatever it has in it. I think it's a V8. Like, they have the technology stuff now. It's like, you know, it's optimized. Where, okay, you're cruising on the highway for the cylinder shut down, you know? Yeah. The gas inefficiency is also just better than what it was 10 years ago. Even though they're big cars, it's not as bad gas mileage. It's still okay, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like SUVs in general, like big SUVs. We're not yeah. talking like the European SUVs. Big SUVs. Mostly American yeah. They're just doing well right now. I just feel like they're doing well. You know what company I think would do well today that's uh-huh. been dead and gone for a while here in the US? Uh. Azuzu. Do you remember Why? Azuzu? I just know from like the trucks. <laughs> All they made back then was SUVs. Uh-huh. Body on frame SUVs with the the freaking high and low gear transfer box type deal and whatnot and you know i've seen one of those these days and i'm like that looks like something people in today's market would buy like people want these sort of people are buying up old land cruisers like crazy right and just you know converting them into you know little overland type deals and azusu all azusu made were those things they also did some weird looking things like the freaking um the weird (laughs) weird (laughs) the freaking weird looking vehicross type deal which i mean looked like a pretty good off-roader and really stupid at the same time 
But it actually looks kind of sick. I actually kind of <laughs> like it, dude. You know, that's what people want. Like, yeah. something with a, like a spare tire in the back, big old wheels, good approach and departure angles. Like, like that's what people want. You know, the Hummer, uh-huh. since they've, since they've, uh, announced the Hummer EV, uh-huh. original Hummer prices are going up, like the H- H2s uh, and H3s. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And you know who else I think would have done well? Uh-huh. They pulled out too early, dude. Suzuki. Like, Suzuki left the American car market not too long ago. And then not too long ago, they decided to release the Jimny. uh, The new Jimny. (laughs) The Jimny? You think it would have done okay here? I think it would do okay here. I mean, people, you know, people buy two-door Wranglers. Yeah. Same market. Yeah. Except this would probably be cheaper. Yeah. And and even people who maybe want a freaking rip-off mercedes g-wagon but don't want to mm-hmm. spend a hundred thousand dollars on it can spend it on a jimny but they've given up and we don't get the jimny and i'm sad because jimny would be one of the cars i would want because i can't afford a bronco a wrangler a freaking g-wagon <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that and a jimny would be right up my alley to change the tide a little bit and uh, this is not a company that's or a car that's that old mm. the new nsx Ooh. And the new NSX, I wouldn't say would do good now. I think it'll do well in about five years' time. Because that car is amazing, right? It's a fantastic uh-huh. car. Everybody who's driven has loved it. But it's just too expensive. But no, so nobody bought them. Like, barely anybody bought them. Like, comparatively, it, was not, it wasn't a success at all, right? But you wait a few years. Nobody's buying them. Prices are going to drop. All of a sudden, that car for $70,000 with even 10,000 miles on it? I would take it. You gotta, that's you gotta a, get into that. You gotta get it at that price, though. There's gonna be a point. point, right? There's gonna be a point. Yeah. Like the current NSX, there was a time period. The current NSX you could find on eBay for twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Not the current NSX, the old the, NSX. I was gonna say, NSX. really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Okay, that was the yeah. like. There's always a mid, a middle, like, like when cars aren't cool yet. Yeah. And they've been long forgotten about. And then suddenly, like, the next generation is like, wow, that's a cool car. So yeah. NSX, at one point, you know, came in at into the market, sixty to $90,000 mm. MSRP, dropped down to $20,000, $30,000, steal, accord steal. money. Yeah. Right now, a good good NSX, eighty to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah you'd be hard-pressed to find it for like less than what it sold for originally. yeah you, exactly you could buy a new nsx for cheaper than an old yeah. 20 year old nsx so that's why i think yeah the new nsx is gonna be it's gonna be very popular in about five years time yeah you gotta get it because once it becomes even more popular it's back yeah. up there yeah, it's yeah. Back up. <laughs> and bro, Jeffrey, I ain't trying to brag or anything, but you remember when we were in college, I said uh-huh. to you, I was like, dude, the E thirty nine M five is gonna go up in price one day. Yeah. Cause I because remember that's when I was looking at cars and I was like, Oh dude, maybe an E thirty nine M five and you could at that time when I was looking, you could get one for ten, thirteen thousand, maybe less. Well, and it's what happened to it. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Now you can't find a decent a good one is around twenty five K, maybe thirty. And it's like that same car, literally five, six years ago, would have been 15K. Telling you right now, if you people are listening, listen to us. This is financial advice brought to you by the Curbside Podcast. Buy the NSX in the next five years, whenever it's at its lowest point, and then just watch your money fucking go up, bro. 
Yeah, so we're sa- <laughs> what we're saying is we're going to have the same conversation in five years, and we'll see if we're right or not. We don't make these kind of recommendations often. The <laughs> last time I did this recommendation was on the E39 M5, and look what happened. <laughs> so you're saying your next car is going to be an E39 M5. So speaking of my next car, Jeffrey, mm. there's some things developing possibly on the horizon where I might be in the market very near future for a new car. Oh, another new it's not car. Confirmed. It's not confirmed yet. Yes or no? Does it? We're not sure yet. So that I just kind of decided yesterday. I was like, you know, let me let me see what would I what would I want? You know, and instantly, like my first thought in my head was Challenger, right? Or Charger? Sorry, Charger. Hellcat, wide body. Talking about it, right? If so, you don't do it, you're a liar, a hypocrite, <laughs> and you need to be burned at the stake. Bro, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so that was my first thought, right? I went on Dodge's website and I'm looking at the Hellcat. I'm like, yo, starting price is 72k for this shit. And I'm like, nah, that's too much money. And then, so the second thought came, like, yo, Charger Scat Pack. It's the yeah. same exact car. Just without a supercharger for starting yeah. price of forty three k or forty six k for the wide body actually. So you're paying, I get the wide body. So you're, you're paying thirty thousand dollars for two hundred extra horsepower. Yes. Nice, nice. Basically, you're you're, you're paying thirty thousand dollars for basically yeah. an air pump. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what turbos and superchargers are. Air yeah, pumps. exactly. And I feel like you could just go to like you know one of those like uh, VSF, VR, VSF, whatever those guys are, you know, and just tell them to throw in a supercharger or something. Yeah, but don't blow But anyway, back to the thing, right? So I'm like, okay, so I don't think Hellcat makes sense because I don't. What am I? I don't Bloody, want 700 you, horsepower. So, dude. so you're a liar, dude. You're no, a hypocrite. No, 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 no. You need I'm to be burned at the stake it's right sick. now. It's sick. It's sick. Okay, at some point in my life, when I have money and extra like money to throw at a car, yeah, okay, I'll get a Hellcat. But right now, when I can sure. only afford one car, right? I don't think the, the Hellcat makes sense. Hellcat wide body is one car. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. shit, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense, bro. Like it, well, the. The Scat Pack itself has 500 horsepower. That's like, not enough. Hello? That's more that's, than my M3. <laughs> that's not enough knowing that there's 700 out there. That There's 200 out there that you could catch in a net uh, worth $20,000 and throw it into your car. But what am I going to do with that, dude? Like, what am I going to... Like, what? You go and up I also, hang on, I to also, an M3 and, and be like, yo, let's race. I feel like 500 horsepower is better for that chassis. I feel like... Maybe the Scat Pack might be a better handling car than the Hellcat because it can use that 500 horsepower better than the 700 in the Hellcat. Either way, I don't think it's going to be a Hellcat. If it, it might be a Scat Pack. But here's my problem, Jeffrey. In the past few months, I've been paying more attention to the Mopar community, right? They're very interesting the, fellas, bro. You mean the people who freaking? <laughs> you mean the people who like go into the middle of the street, do donuts, run over their friends, and crash into street lamps? So and- yeah, I mean, like they just. They just seem like that, you know. Like they just, I don't know. Because like, everyone, everyone who gets those cars decides, let's put this sort of exhaust on it. See, here's another thing. I'm pretty sure if I do go for a Charger Scat Pack, I don't think I'll do anything to it. No, you will. You what, will what, get it. What would I do? You will put it that exhaust. Sick. No, no, no. You're gonna I'm get put, put that, that exhaust. <laughs> you're gonna go into the middle of the street, start doing donuts, run over me and Andrew, and hit a freaking street lamp, and be like, "Yo, world star, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> run over you and Andrew. 
Oh my god. See, that's the problem. Like, I don't know if I want to be like really associated with that community. You know, it's like, hey man, BMW yeah. community is not that much like better. They're just they're <laughs> exactly. Not, that's what okay, I was look, gonna say. They're they're not that much better, but they're just different, right? It's a different kind of work. Yeah, you know. So that's why you gotta buy the Hellcat. You don't see those people having Hellcats. Okay. Besides the community, this car. So first of all, forty six thousand dollars starting price for the Scat Pack, right? The mm. wide body one, the forty three for the regular without wide body. But I would go wide body, forty six, and then with the options that I, I, I configured. First of all, options are fucking nothing on American cars, which is amazing. Like, well, I that's because you're used to buying German cars. Where, like, yeah, that's freaking, hella true, dude. I like, want one screw in my dashboard. That's gonna be five hundred dollars. Five hundred. Try five k, bro. What do you oh mean? yeah, there we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then on top of that, they're giving a four thousand dollar discount right now, just cause, just fucking cause. This is a four thousand dollar <laughs> discount, and I'm pretty sure you can negotiate a little bit more at the dealer, right? Yeah. So, I'm like, yo, this is a fantastic price. I mean, probably the car's going to drop to like 30K in a year, but fuck it. So, Who cares, dude? Yeah. So price per value is fantastic, which I've been championing about American cars since I started getting into. But just for the sake of conversation and curiosity, what else could I drive? What else, what else is like out there? Suzuki V-Hicross. A car that's actually out there. <laughs> that is out there. You can find it Not on a sale. D- well, I don't want it. I don't want that. For not not for my one car, bro. Toyota FJ Cruiser. I was considering the Raptor, but the thing is, again, I, I go for drives, you know, with the boys and all that stuff. You know, I'm not gonna be canyon carving in a Raptor, bro. Why not? It just doesn't seem like that much fun or as fun. You be, you don't have to canyon carve in the Raptor. You could take the boys out and smash through rocks in the desert. What desert? Right. The desert's kind of far from us. C8 Corvette. Why did I not think of that? Fifty nine 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 five. Yeah, but it's still expensive. Like I want one with like a two LT pack at least, and that comes out to almost like sixty nine, sixty six k, something like that. Hey man, that's before taxes be, and all gotta, that. You gotta be fifty nine 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 five, dude. That's the only way. No, then no, I'd rather get the scat pack then. <laughs> Subaru BRZ. I'm not getting a Subaru. <laughs> I'm not getting a Subaru, bro. Love the community. I'm not getting a Subaru. <laughs> Toyota Supra. Oh. That's more expensive, dude. <laughs> Is it? Then the Corvette? Well, it's 50 grand. I mean, it's not I more I thought it expensive. was cheaper. But if you're going to spend $10,000 more, I mean. Could get the Corvette. Yeah, you could get the Corvette. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Something in the like less than sixty thousand dollars. Does it have possibly. to be new? No. E ninety something, whatever the heck M five you were talking about. E ninety M five, E thirty nine M five. Yeah, that one. E thirty nine M five. But see, I don't know if I want to do another BMW. Okay, okay. So old no or BMWs. new? Old or new? AMG. Ooh, go Mercedes. Ugh. I have zero interest in AMGs. There's not a lot out there, is there? Right? That's the thing. I'm if like, what doing, do I want? Okay, affordable. Let's see. Mazda Miata. Nope. Subaru <laughs> BRZ. Nope. WRX. Nope. STI. Nope. Maybe the new Z that's coming out. Hell no. <laughs> uh, type <laughs> R. Like, Civic Type R. That's a cool car, but I can drive one. Uh, 
there's nothing out there. Dude, what's out there, dude? Nothing. Golf GTI. No. Uh, no. Freaking. There's no Ford Focus RS anymore. But there. I would Ford like Ford. it to possibly have the same or more horsepower than my current M3. The same. How much horsepower do you have? Four. What is it rated? Four twenty, four fourteen, something like that. Okay. Well, then we could get rid of half of the cars. Yeah. Uh, so just stop mentioning those guys. <laughs> all right. You're you're very limited on options right now. Toyota Supra. C8 Corvette. <laughs> There's nothing out there, dude. You're right? lo- like Scat Pack, uh, Charger, Trackhawk, so, Durango, Trailhawk. Uh, not Trailhawk. Durango. So here, Hellcat. Here, I'll give you my current like uh in in the list like one two three four right. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. First choice, Scat Pack Charger. But mm-hmm. I do want to go drive one because the biggest negative for me is the community and the people around ah who cares about that so but i i don't care but at the same time i also don't want to be seen like oh that's the guy's gonna run over a small village so (laughs) (laughs) so and i do want to go drive it if i feel like the driving it looks sick haven't driven one so what about what about the camaro z i don't know the freaking letter ones the camaro's on its way out dude that's I, true. They're they're gonna shut that shit down pretty soon. If I go buy a ZL1 Cor- a Camaro, I just feel like I'm gonna be driving a dinosaur. Nobody's gonna be able to support it in like four years. Okay. <laughs> so so that's here it goes. Scat pack, scat pack, right? Uh huh. Maybe a year or two or three years because they drop like a rock. C63 AMG the coupe. I get the coupe, not the Corga sedan, because I think the coupe looks better. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, has to be within the price range. If it's more expensive, then probably not. C63 AMG. Raptor. <laughs> Raptor. Raptor. I, I'm considering, I don't mind having a truck, but the biggest thing is, I really want to have a car that is more capable of canyon carving than a Raptor. Yes. Okay. Like, yes, I can go off-roading and all, but then I'm going to be going by myself because nobody here fucking drives a truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can take people with me, but like, it's also fun to go with your other friends, right? And I don't yeah. have people who, who drive uh, trucks. Yeah. So F-150, Corvette, CA Corvette. So the F-150 comes before the Corvette. Supra, because you mentioned it. Supra, I think that's in the top five now. Listeners, you if you guys have been listening to us for a while, you know my taste in cars. You know I don't like BMW right now. I'm not a fan of them. I love my F-80, but I don't like BMW. I will not be considering the new M3, M4. Hit us up with suggestions on the TikToks, on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, the DMs, the emails, Twitters, everything. Let suggestions for what car Parth should consider. And yeah, there's probably something out, we're missing, like that they know. Probably, about. I'm okay with it. Like I said, I'm okay with the truck. I'm, I'm in my list. There's an F-150 Raptor in there, bro. So I'm okay with. But the at truck. the same time, he says he's not okay with the truck. I'm not, not okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm okay with the truck, but the doubt, the reason a doubt for it is because, like I had said, there's no other friends that have trucks and stuff, and I'm going to be going off-roading by myself. Like, that's not really fun. Like, I do more canyon cruising and that kind of stuff than off-roading. It's a sick car. I would like one. Don't know if I can, it goes back to the same point that I'm buying one car. I don't have multiple cars, so I need it to be as versatile and as useful to me as possible. Hit us up with the suggestions and let me know. And with that, uh, should we go to our break now? Yes, sir. 
Mm. I got a, we got a great news segment. I got some great news this week. I've got mm. a bunch of like good shit lined up. I think it's some good news. This is, you know how we have weeks where we're like there's no fucking news. Yeah. Well, this yeah, yeah. The, this week is like there's some good news. I like so, no, I'm not good news, but there's news, right? Some is uh-huh. good. First good news: the new Mitsubishi Outlander is debuting soon. Debuting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The new Mitsubishi Outlander. Right? Yeah, man. First good news, huh? Anyway. Um, so <laughs> Tesla has decided that they would update a mid-cycle refresh their Tesla Model S about what well, it's been out since like 2012 maybe Forever. 8 years Forever. Yeah, yeah into its life cycle. Um couple cool things. They've come out with uh, you know their high performance version, the M version, the Plaid S is a plaid or plaid? Plaid Think plaid plaid? No, I don't know. It's a reference. It's a reference to something. The plus version uh, does zero to sixty in under two seconds, or on the website under under one point nine nine seconds. So one point nine eight, bro. Like these fuckers. Like that goddamn one point nine eight seconds. But (laughs) it's it's very fast. Has a top speed of two hundred miles per hour. It has a range of over 520 miles. Uh, if you guys don't know, the Plaid, Plaid, whatever version is the three-motor version, the high-performance version of the Model S. And I think it's going for $130,000 or $150,000, Holy shit. Yeah, which is interesting because it's the same exact price. The Plaid version, mm-hmm. Plaid, is the same price as the Plaid version of the Model X. So, so I would get the Model push. X. Why? Like you get more car for the same money. Like yeah, more but I like the Model S better. If we're talking Tesla, though, I don't like. True, we don't true. like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true. I would. I like the Model <laughs> S better in every single way, like the way it looks. But the Model X is like out of principle, dude. It's more car. It's more material. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but like, what? What do you like? Like, I mean. A piece of shit can cost you $120,000 in the same price as an M5, but would you rather have a piece of shit or an M5? I don't know. I would still get the Model S just because I don't like the Model X at all. I actually, I, like I've said before, the Model S is the one Tesla I do like. Uh, but uh, big updates came into the interior. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's got a new center console. Uh, before we, before you say words, Parth, I just want to talk through the, 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 the you know, the, the center console. <laughs> Before you say words, okay, well, let's just talk through <laughs> the interior first before we get to the obvious huge elefante in the room. Hurry up uh, because it's hard. <laughs> okay, so it's got a new, instead of a vertically oriented uh, screen in the middle, it now has a uh, horizontally oriented, so I guess it's more usable. Model 3-esque? Yeah, Model 3-esque. I think it's better looking. You actually get a gauge cluster, which is good. So, you know, you don't have to stare at the middle screen. Uh, this center console, interestingly enough, has an AMD processor in it. Uh, no not way. Like a, not like a crappy AMD processor. Uh, Tesla, I think Elon or someone says that they could actually run Cyberpunk off of this, this center console here. What do they and got? A 5900? 5950? What do they got? It's got something good in it, though. It's got something good. Because right now, on the advertising pictures, it shows The Witcher 3 in the the center console and interior is updated looks pretty good looks good Uh, yeah looks good what is that so the big elephant in the room is the freaking steering what they call the steering yoke parth you know what a yoke is right you work in this industry what is a yoke 
You use it to fly the damn airplane. This isn't an airplane. Okay, right? So they've decided, instead of a round steering wheel, imagine on an airplane where the top has no parts, right? It's got nothing. Fair enough, right? I've seen people try to put square-ish, yoke-ish steering wheels in concept cars. But if you look at this steering wheel right here, if you take a look at a picture, guys, look this up. Uh, It's all over the internet right now. It's the most ergonomically terrible yoke ever because it just ends. It ends. It stops where the middle, like, you know where the buttons are, where your airbag is right there? It stops yeah. there. So there's, we all know, if you're any good at driving, that nine and three is the best position to do driving with. It's got nothing above nine and three. You can't grip anything. There's nothing to grab. It so looks the like best Sid the Sloth. <laughs> so the best position to grab this would, I guess, be ten and no, no, not ten and two. There's nothing to ten and two. This is what this is what. Or so the clock, like four and eight. This isn't an airplane where no, you know you do slight movements, right? Like yeah, for yeah, turns. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to pull out of a parking lot, or if you're trying to make like low speed turns, hand over turn hand, bitch. yeah. There's nothing to grab. <laughs> and okay, like Formula One cars, they have the same thing. But Formula One cars, you turn it like this much, and the wheels like ninety degrees. Yeah, unless so. this has super twitchy <laughs> steering. And I'll I'll tell you what, think Formula One cars, they have good grab points at nine and three. This has nothing at nine and three. Yeah, you can't grab it at nine and three. It's the buttons there. It's in your way. Like your hands have to be like sprawled out. Yeah. This you either grab a ten or two. I'm mean, not ten or two, bro. You cannot grab as a ten or two. No matter how hard you try, Jeffrey, you will not be able to grab it at ten and two. This this one you have to grab at like four and eight. Well, you know why they did it this way, Jeffrey? Because every fucker who drives a Tesla, anyways, using the autopilot system, they're just gonna touch the bottom anyway. That's true. That's that's really all it's for. Yeah. Uh, and you know you, you can't really turn in parking lots because, well, it's just gonna be uncomfortable. Uh, this has no stocks. No, no light stocks, no nothing. It's probably gonna be like, like a voice command or some shit. Nah, dude. <laughs> yes, I want to turn left, right? Turn now. left. Hey, Tesla, turn left. <laughs> no, I'm guessing it's like Ferrari where they put buttons on the steering wheel and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But you know, uh, this this steering wheel is a completely dumb design. I don't care how much you want. You know, forget. You know, there's I, minimalism I, I, and then there's stupidity, right? There's a fine like, line between it, and I think like. No matter how much Elon convinces you, this is not a good idea. Uh, but you know, knowing if you are a person who worships Elon, you're not going to listen to us, and you're going to. First of all, I'm surprised you're still here as much as I shit on him and you people. So yeah, uh, but uh, there has been, I think, leaked pictures or something or other at showing the the Model S with a normal steering wheel, which means this is probably not going to make it past federal regulations uh, because it's dumb and stupid. Uh, but yeah. So that's the new updated Model S. All right. I have some news out of our favorite car manufacturer. It looks like they're still doing something right, Jeffrey. Uh, What's this our is favorite a first. Car uh, ah, I mean, BMW. that was sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so BMW, for the first time ever, has done an, uh, an M5 CS. And this is, this is one of those things where I'm like, okay, see, this is BMW, right? It's like, this is. This is the way they should be doing things. It doesn't look with, ridiculous. Yeah, you it, mean with a normal looking car? <laughs> normal looking car. It doesn't look ridiculous. It has 
you know, regular looking front grills. It looks pretty sick. Looks mean on the road. So uh, in the press pictures that they've yeah. released, it looks like they the car is in some sort of greenish tint, and then the wheels are sort of like goldish, yeah, bronzish, goldish. Yeah, I I love when BMW does these weird colors in their right? like, press release cars. They always look so it, good. It looks good, and the thing is, what's sick is this is it's it's a CS. So now apparently the CS are going to get these yellow uh, DRL front angel eye things. Ooh. So this car has 627 uh-huh. horsepower, which BMW is probably lying, and it's probably like 750. And so it's 230 pounds less than an M5, regular wow. M5. 230 like, pounds is quite a lot from these cars, bro. I mean, if I sit in it, that goes away. So Lamau. Like. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can sit in a regular M5, Jeffrey, and the performance will be hindered. But if you sit in this one, it won't be. <laughs> if I sit in this one, it will be a regular M5. That's <laughs> what, what you're saying. <laughs> um so yeah dude like it's pretty sick oh and it's gonna have a starting price of 142 thousand dollars 142 starting. starting at uh you probably don't even get seatbelts because it's a german car 142 thousand dollars dude this is becoming insane dude for like an m5 that's not worth it dude for it's that. i dude like and that's the one they're showing you as a press car is probably worth like 170 the cool things about M's were like you could you know I, you could buy a sedan. It's got lots of power and it runs up with the supercars. But I mean, at this point, like, might as well it's buy buy a supercar, dude. Buy a supercar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I mean, it looks good. Like to be to be fair, that six hundred twenty-seven horsepower is impressive, but it's only ten more than this M five competition. Yeah. So how much is a normal M M five? You know, about one hundred and twenty, I think, something like that. So, one hundred and ten. So so $30,000 for me to ruin that $30,000 just by sitting in it. See, I feel like now, see, that's why Dodge has the more value. Because $30,000 extra from a scat pack to a charger gets you 200 more horsepower. Yeah. This gets you 10. No, this gets you 10 more horsepower and you lose 200 pounds. Dodge was like, we'll solve that, whatever. Dodge was like, we'll solve that by adding 200 horsepower to move like one horsepower per, per pound you add by sitting in it. Yeah, because I exactly. can ruin this by sitting in it. I don't ruin a freaking <laughs> Challenger. It does um, look good. Looks good. Uh, sounds good. Just, I, it's just way too much money, dude. Yeah, it's just too expensive. <laughs> like, dude, for this price, you can get a used four five eight. Yeah. <laughs> like, w- would you rather have this or a four five eight? M5 prices are ridiculous, dude. BMW prices in general are just becoming ridiculous. Yeah. Another news. Not really good news. News? Bad news? Possible. I don't know. Lotus is killing its current sports car lineup. The Evora, the Elise, and Exige will all go away. You know what? It's sad, but it's about dang time. Um, There's a new model, the codename Type 131. It's going to replace them. Okay, they better be making this because they said that they were going to be replacing their cars some time back, like probably about 10 years ago now, and they yeah. never did it. Well, they, they confirmed never it. never came out. Lotus okay, confirmed. Good. I mean, so, they confirmed it last time, so that's great. Yeah. But they've been making the Elise and the Exige, which is basically the Elise on steroids, for yeah. about 10,000 years, and then the Evora for about another 500 so, so I think this has to do with the fact that they were bought out by that Chinese company in 2017 called Geely. Oh, good. You know what Geely's also bought? Yeah. Volvo. 
that's nice, why huh? the, that's why Volvo's been making some really good cars. So China's just been throwing money, throwing at money them. at it. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, so wow, this is good news. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if history, you know, is a, is a it tells anything, then these new Lotuses should be pretty fucking sick. Yeah, we're gonna get some good Lotuses as long yeah. as they do the same thing. Have the Lotus people do what they do, except with actually enough money this time. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so this new car that they're calling the Type 131 will replace the existing Elise, Exige, and Evora. Um, and their plan is to make the car with the everyday viability, such as the Porsche Cayman. Uh. Uh, we don't know what the powertrain is going to look like. We don't know what price it is but if it's competing that came in kind of category Cayman's around 75k probably around that price point but yeah the 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 evige the exige the evija the evija um the evora and the least they're all they're all going away so let's see maybe maybe something sick will come maybe and they're saying Cayman, so you know you know it's mid-engine i mean it's lotus everything's mid-engine so who knows? If, maybe, if, maybe it could be a Corvette competitor. You know, if it's like priced well. If we're if we're going by what the Avija Avaya is mm-hmm. like right now, I think it's good future for Lotus, and yeah. that's a good thing because Lotus has been needing some help. And and going by how Geely's been doing with Volvo, uh, things look good. Things look good. Things look I'm good. excited. So just, let's see. Just Geely, don't touch Lotus. Just throw money at them. Yeah, yeah, you'll do good. You'll make yeah. lots of money. Just throw lots of money at them. You'll get it back. I promise. My last piece of news, Jeffrey. Super Bowl 55 coming up February 7th, I think. So this coming Sunday, when you guys listen to it, it'll be this coming Sunday is the Super Bowl. It's going to be Kansas City Chiefs against uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, they're going, they're going at Super Bowl. Volvo will give away $1 million worth of 2020 cars to select participants. And mm-hmm. they will do it if they're the Buccaneers or the Chiefs get a safety in Super Bowl 55. Why's that? So if the defensive team makes the two-point play, then if either of the teams make it, then they'll get their – the Volvo will be like, okay, so this thing is going live. Um, anybody can enter. So all you need to do is visit this link. Jeffrey, go ahead and post this link on our socials. We'll why, don't you just tell, why don't you tell them what article we're looking at? Uh, car and driver Volvo will give away cars if Buccaneers or Chiefs get a safety in Super Bowl 55. So if you Google that article on car and driver, for car and driver, you'll find it. Or just look up Volvo Super Bowl 55 giveaway kind of thing. Um, so you can configure 2020 Volvo of your own and submit a unique configuration code. And you have until the kickoff on February 2nd to enter. And then if you're selected, you can basically get any 2020 Volvo you want from the country. Ah, dang. I don't watch sports, but I'm going to answer this because I want me a Volvo. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pretty, it's pretty much like a free DraftKings entry bet type deal, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, if I could get like a Volvo V90 cross country or whatever it's called out of this, I would. Uh, yes. I want the big one, the SUV, seven passenger. XC90. XC90. Yeah. That'd be pretty sick, too. Yeah, I know. Oh, but, dude, their wagons look good, too. That's true. Whatever I, if, if whatever I get, as if I'm going to get anything. <laughs> if I were to win this thing, dude, I'm, uh, I, want, I want me the fully loaded shits, you know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like all the things. Why would you not 
fully load your configuration. Yeah, yeah. I want a base XC40. I'm just like, it's amazing. Like $1 million worth of 2020 cars. Yeah. Like, Let's spec out car... a $1 million Volvo. Actually, that's not that many cars though, Jeffrey. It's not too much actually. Yeah. It's like 10 to 15 cars. Let's see. Let's see. 1 million. Imagine each car is like 40 to 70,000. Let's do 70, okay? 1 million divided by 70,000. That's about 14 cars. Okay, so it's not that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're giving $2 million away. Okay, let's see. So, for 28 cars. Oh, was that wrong? It says... Well, Dude, this article, away. this guy, whoever wrote this article is on some shit. So, it says <laughs> up here $2 million, then he says down here $1 million. Yeah, it's, it was updated, so maybe he wrote it wrong the first time. Okay, so <laughs> just, maybe it is $2 million. Right, Just check the entry <laughs> thing and we'll see. And, of course, the Super Bowl is coming. It's going to be a fun time anyway, just to sit down and watch the game. But, yeah, so go enter on this thing and uh, see if you get a Volvo. Maybe get yourself a Volvo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was going to be the end of our show then. Uh, as always, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com uh, where you'll find links to all of our things. You can watch videos there, listen to the podcast there. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, a whole bunch of other places. You could find all those links at anchor.fm slash thecurbsidepodcast. There you can also support our show at anchor.fm slash thecurbsidepodcast slash support. Uh, and yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Rate the show uh, wherever you can rate it. Share it with your friends if you like it. Uh, if they, if you think they'll like it, or if you don't think they'll like it, who cares? Just share it with them. Who cares? Yeah. Just share it. Just share it all over the place. Yeah. Check us out on the social medias, the Instagrams at the Curbside Podcast, Twitter at the Curbside Pod, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Curbside Podcast, uh, LinkedIn. I almost said LinkedIn. I meant TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is uh, at the Curbside Podcast. Um, hit us up on there. Send us DMs, questions. I need your guys' inputs on what cars that I could possibly consider, which I didn't. we didn't mention, we didn't think about. Um, let us know. Uh, put it in the comments. Send us DMs, whatever. Just you know, let us know what you guys are thinking. Any recommendations? I told you guys the, the requirements, probably, of what I would want. Um, and finally, our email is the curbside podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email for your email sending shooting needs. And mm-hmm. last but not least, thank you to Kid Dope for the intro and outro to our show, Fast Cars and Wild Hearts. And as always, my name is Jeff. I'm Barth. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars. So let me know what boring cars I should not drive. Bye.